Let's rewind to last year, week eight, Cowboys at Vikings. Cooper Rush makes his first career start. It's capped off with this game-winning touchdown to Amari Cooper with just 51 seconds left. The Cowboys also able to hold Justin Jefferson to just two receptions, 21 yards. Shannon, how different do you expect this Sunday's game to be? Well, it's a different year. I expect it to be a different. Um, they have a different coaching staff. They run a different system. Um, they're playing much better coming into this game than they were, la uh, they were last year. But, Skip, that was last year. This is a totally different team. There'll be two teams that are totally, totally different. Um, Minnesota rushing attack. Um, the Cowboys do not play the run as well as they played it last year. They're 29th in rush defense. Skip, they just gave up over 200 yards. They've given up 200 yards several times this year. So Dalvin Cook is, is, is playing unbelievable. We know he's a threat to get to the end zone on any given occasion. And so, look, we understand the game. Is, I believe the game is going to be close. Uh, normally when they, these two teams play each other, it's somewhere a one-possession ball game. It's not a blowout on either side of the ball. Uh, but Cousins has been unbelievable. He's been, he's been able to win these close ball games, where in the years past he always found a way to lose the close ball game. But now he has five game-winning drives in the fourth quarter or overtime. Skip, that's, that's very impressive. Dak has mm. this year. Yep. So I think it's something to be said for a team that under, that's been in close games and found ways to win close games. And what we've seen from Dak, that when he's in close games, Skip, he hadn't been able to pull those out. So uh, we still ride with him. We mm. put the doing the thing tomorrow. Okay, we're going to put lots to do. Okay, so you like talking real? Swimming you you talking dude. real big on a Thursday. Let's see if you talk this way on a Friday. All right, I certainly give you one year to the next can be 360 degrees different. It can just be a complete yes. spin cycle different. Yes. New coaching staff, but same personnel on both sides, pretty close, Pr pretty close. The, the, the key players are the key players, mm -hmm. except my quarterback is different because it's Dak Prescott instead of Cooper Rush. But you don't like your quarterback okay. in this situation. I, I just need him <laughs> to rise and shine. And I do believe he's, he's coming to a career crossroads. I, I think this game with the quick turnaround to Thanksgiving, yeah. career crossroads for Dak Prescott because – He's had two high degree of difficulty games this year against Brady on opening night and then obviously at Rodgers. And he stunk when it mattered the most. Mm -hmm. I need to see more. This is an even higher degree of difficulty right. game against, you could argue, the hottest team in pro football right now, right. are they? I guess they are, right? Seven straight. Yeah, okay. Then you turn right around and play a division rival that is the surprise team of the NFL so far this year with a new coaching staff and a coach who is in line to become the coach of the year. Correct. Right? Yeah. Okay, so you got back-to-back, -back and they're four days apart. So show me and show me again. A blueprint got set last year. A template was, was carved into stone of here's how you can do this against basically the same personnel. So let's just look at what happened. Dak was coming off what was his one signature win to me, going all the way back to the, the playoff game after 2018 that he beat Russell Wilson, the Seahawks, okay. at Jerry World, which is his only playoff win. So I kept looking after that. Where's the signature? You know, where's it? it's a tough game. It's, it's a tough road game. Well, he went to Belichick. Right. And, and, again, it's Mac Jones, a rookie starter, yeah. but, but still. But Dak played well. He played very well, and they walked it off 
He hit CD in overtime and walked it off. And unfortunately, he couldn't walk off because, remember, he pulled his calf muscle. Right. Okay. So they got to, what was it, five and one at that point. And, whoops, here we go. And now you got to go. This is week seven. It was on Halloween night. It's a Sunday night solo stage game on NBC. And all of a sudden, you're thinking, wait a minute, Cooper Rush? I didn't even know much about Cooper Rush. I I had to think for a second, who's my backup now? Oh, yeah, it's Cooper Rush because he'd been completely out of sight and out of mind. What happened that night? That was his first ever NFL start. Yes. Would you believe he completed 24-40 passes for 325 yards and two touchdowns? He did throw one interception. His QBR was 48, which is just slightly under average 50, but Kirk Cousins' QBR was 41. So we out-QBR'd him 48 to 41. Kirk was 23 of 35 for only 184 yards. And yet, I look over here on this side, and I see that, wait a minute, Amari Cooper caught eight balls for 122 yards, and CeeDee Lamb caught six balls for 112 yards. CeeDee's was 18.7 a catch with a long of 35. Right. So he's throwing the ball down the field. He's not dinking and dunking. Right. Amari had a long catch of 33 yards. So he threw for 325 total, and he pulled off something Dak didn't pull off the whole year. Last year, you brought this up yesterday, Dak was 0-5 last year. This is not this year, but last year. 0-5 when they didn't rush for 100 or more yards. Right. That night, the Cowboys totaled only 78 yards, so it was the only game won by a Cowboy quarterback last year without 100-plus yards rushing, and Cooper Rush did that. Right. What did Cooper Rush do at the end of the game? Well, with 51 seconds left. I think we have the play. He hit Amari Cooper, no longer a cowboy, but he hit him with the game winner. This is for 20 to 16. He throws it up. It's a sweet throw, a little fade route to Amari. That's 51 seconds left. And he clutched up, Cooper clutch, and he did that. And I said, wow, that's pretty good for your first ever NFL start to go for 325 up there in that Thunderdome that they have. It it gets crazy up there. It gets wild. absolutely All right. So – the, the template got set because guess who rose and shone on defense that night? Would you believe that Micah Parsons, not yet a thing at this point, would you believe he had a career high 11 tackles that night, 10 of them solo? Mm-hmm. It's hard to get double-digit solo tackles Absolutely. in an NFL game. Absolutely. He did. got 10. He had four tackles for loss. He had only one hit on the quarterback and no sacks. So he wasn't terrorizing Kirk Cousins, but he was all over the football Correct. field announcing his presence. So the, 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 then I look at the, the overall stats here. This is pretty good. Dallas has 419 total yards to 278 for Kirk Cousins' company. Yep. Okay, so that's how you win games, right? right? They didn't run wild on them because on, on rushing yards, they barely cracked 100. They had 101 rushing yards. Dalvin Cook, he, he can just kill you, but his long run was 19, and he had 78 yards rushing. And then guess who? Justin Jefferson. Right. What did they do to him? And our, our, our man J. Ron Kirsch yesterday said he's the best receiver in football right now. Who's going to argue that at this moment? But last year he caught two balls out of four targets, two for 21 with a long of 18. So the other catch was just for three yards. So he, he didn't do much at all. Right. And in the end, would you believe Dallas converted seven of 14 third downs with Cooper Rush at quarterback? Right. 
to one of 13 for Kirk Cousins yeah. and company. Okay, That's there you go. Yeah. Okay, but it wasn't a wipeout. Right. And, and Dallas only managed to get to 20 because that's kind of what Cooper Rush does. It's low scoring, right. but when it's time to make a play, okay, I'll make that play. But the question is, Skip, do you believe the Cowboys can hold this Vikings team with this offense and the way Kirk Cousins and the way Jefferson is playing, do you believe they can hold them to one of 11? Okay. Because that was the difference in the ball game, As you mentioned, Green Bay was able to sustain drives, stay on the field. Fit the games they lost. Yep. Look at the teams were okay. able to sustain drives and All stay right. on the field. Here's the weirdest phenomenon in football to me this year, and I have no explanation for it, but maybe I have a guess. Would you believe that the four worst Cowboy defensive performances this year all belong to Dak Prescott games? Yeah. So he, he, got, he got handicapped four times by the worst we're, – we're, and doesn't even count the one. Chicago ran for 240. Yeah. Thanks to Justin Fields, you know right? you, have, you you relax, Skip. You do, okay? Because I, I we got, got it. We got Dak. I got we it. We don't have to play to the top of our game because he can make plays and bail yep. us out. Where you like, man, that's Cooper Roy, man, man, Cooper, man, he, okay. man, we, hey, we got right. to be on it. But they all talked about. I think they believe in him to make plays when it's time to make plays right. because that's all he ever did. He made plays. He he made he threw one bad ball at Philadelphia in the first half. The other one got tipped up in an interception. Two interceptions, but he kept fighting, and he got him right back in the game at Philadelphia right. to 2017 early in the fourth quarter. Then they couldn't stop Jalen Hurts. The point is the defense played hellacious football for Cooper Rush every single time, starting with more signature wins. I thought the game that Cooper Rush played in the first start this year against Cincinnati, right. they were the defending AFC champ at that point. And he clutched up at the end of that game in the last minute. He completes three straight big passes to set up a walk-off field goal. Then he goes up to the Giants when they were red hot, big blue. Right. And and he did a number on them in the second half with two big long scoring drives right. to cancel out a 13 to 6 Saquon lead when he broke loose to get them to 13 to 6 lead. Right. Okay. So signature, signature. And the defense kept backing him up and backing him up. Right. And then against the Rams, it was mostly all defense because he wasn't really needed. Against Washington, he played really well, but defense rose. Right. So it, the, the defense played pretty well against Philadelphia until the end. They couldn't stop Jalen Hurts. So my point is, here's the blueprint. Here's a Cooper Rush game. And what do we keep talking about? I kept saying, Cooper Rush has reset the bar. So Dak's bar goes up here. I right. don't know if it goes up here, but it, it does go <laughs> up here. It, it goes up a notch yeah. where you say, okay, Dak, you're better than Cooper Rush. Help me out here. Right. Let, let's can can you go up and play a little better than Cooper Rush? Well, he needs he needs the defense to play okay. better. Play well, you for do. Cooper, play for him like they played for Cooper Rush All because right. they were outstanding in those games. They were outstanding. Okay, is that an indictment on the defense? Because when I see something with my own two eyes, right. and then then you say then you show me what happened late at Green Bay. Then I say, what, what, what's the problem? Because you already showed me you can do this, right? right? Yes. Okay, so I need to see it against Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has never played well against Dallas. He's the flip side of Aaron Rodgers. Right. Aaron Rodgers is a vampire against Dallas. Sucks the <laughs> life out of us. He, he is the boogeyman. He, he is our worst nightmare. In clutch games, playoff games, big games, late games, he's always done Dallas in. Right. Kirk Cousins is the flip side. He, he's two and eight all time against Dallas. He's one and four against Dak head to head. So I'm saying you, you got to go do. I I get it that they're hot. Justin Jefferson has taken it up three levels mm -hmm. from what he was a year ago on on right. Halloween night. Right. Okay. 
Can you hold him down to a low roar here? Right. Yeah, I think you're capable of doing that. I, I still don't understand the, the, the inability to stop the run. It's just, it's baffling and horrifying Well, Skip, they, they, look, the, what they do is they do a lot of stunning. And if I catch you when you're stunning, you're going to be running people out of gaps. Now the gaps are going to get wider, and now you're allowing guards and fullbacks to get up on your get up on your linebackers and Michael Parsons. Go back and watch the tape of Green Bay and how they were stunning out of holes. Now that works good in the passing game. If you're going to pass, you cross, you know, get uh, get offensive linemen on different levels. You can get skinny and get through a crease. Yep. But what happens when they hand the ball off and you're stunning? So in uh, et. In first, tackle next. Yep. Or T.E., tackle first, yep. and in next. And you open a hole this wide that you and I can go through. They, they had been playing zone all year. And then against Green Bay, weirdly, inexplicably, they decide, let's go man and single high safety. Just let's say, get Malik Hooker. We'll just have him play center field back there. And they thought that Christian Watson was just some guy. Right. And he's 6'4 and runs 4'3", right? And all of a sudden, Aaron Rodgers is saying, wait a minute. Well, but you, you're going to cover Christian Watson with that guy? Well, when you don't have respect for a team's passing game. Yep. You look at, Skip, they lost five straight. We saw what they had done against Detroit. So they're like, why were we going to play? Look, let's not make it a light box. Let's get an eighth guy down so we can run. So they stop their run. In fourth, we want Aaron Rodgers to throw the ball. That's because he hadn't, looked that Aaron, he hadn't looked like Aaron this year. That's what they did. And we dare you. Yes. And he's going, Really? You're going to put that rookie on Christian Watson, who's also a rookie, but right. it was a three-throw game. Yeah. He only threw the ball 20 times, 20. right? Yeah, he, he, he threw the ball what, what, he threw the ball six times in the first half. Okay, but he completed three huge balls to his rookie receiver. Right. And and all of them went for, for they were like kill shots, right. you know, where, where you go boom, 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 and it's, right. that's all you need to do, right? Yeah, Skip, when you in, in the run game, if it, I mean, sometimes you're going to trap somebody in the backfield because you're going to catch them. You know, they're not anticipating somebody to cross in their face and they're going to get you going to get a tackle for loss. But boy, if they mess around and catch you stunting and they catch you right, you're going to get an Aaron Jones touchdown run when nobody touches him. Or you're going to get these creases and now all of a sudden you're getting guards up on your linebackers. Yep. And it ain't a linebacker, it hasn't been very many linebackers that can take on a guard for 50 plays in a game. Okay. Because you're going to see what's going to happen. Okay, so the silver lining for me, the metallic silver lining, was C.D. Lamb had a breakout game. He looked like a top ten receiver. Can he, he follow it up with another one? Okay. He, he seems to like playing up there in Minnesota because I remind you with Andy Dalton, a quarterback, two years ago when he was a rookie. You remember the catch he made in the end zone? If we could see that, please. Ah, man, that little combo skill. Yeah, that was easy, right? Yeah. Uh, it was only the catch of the year. There was no catch. Catch of the year. That's He had to do a three. But I don't see guys catch that ball with one hand going down you know like that. I, I think that's up there in the Odell range. Oh, so that was yeah. Je that was a Jefferson catch, huh? Yeah. Well, Jefferson <laughs> got help from the DB who held the ball all the way to the ground for him. That's pretty good. Pat P. Okay. He, he's he's playing. He, he, he Put him in your pocket, Pat. Fountain of youth. Put him in your pocket, Pat. Okay. Well, okay. Here we go which means somebody else is going to have to come to the table. Noah Brown. Uh, yeah, maybe. Or maybe oh, Gallup. maybe it's Cavante Turpin. We might have to start talking about him. The, the point is that I think my team should feel real good about going up there against the hottest team. Oh, five chains. I know he's feeling good. Yeah. yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's feeling real good. Yeah. Well, we're his worst nightmare. No, you're not. Okay. Used to be. Well, we have been for a long time. He's been, he been chomping at the bit with this oh. one.
I love Diet Mountain Dew. Guys, speaking chomping of Justin chomping. Jefferson, champing it's champing. A lot of eyebrows shot up yesterday when he appeared on the Vikings injury report with a toe injury. He was limited. Skip, bad news for your Cowboys. He is expected to be just fine, though, yes, for Sunday. thank you. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> All right. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. Back to the NBA, gentlemen. Despite Steph Curry dropping 50 last night, an incredible personal performance, the Warriors fell 130-119 to the Suns. Steve Kerr keeping it real, saying, quote, we lack collective grit. We're playing a Drew League game right now. The Warriors have lost all eight of their road games. They're 6-9 and nine on the season, tied for third worst in the West. So bizarre to see them in this situation. Shannon, what's wrong with the Warriors? They don't play defense. Mm. And the Warriors' last losses, they're averaging giving up 125 points a game. Yep. And their losses last year, they averaged giving up 105 points a game. And their six wins, they give up 109. Well, you can, we can win some games, Skip, yep. giving up 109 points. You're not going to win very many games giving up 125 points. No. Phoenix shot 52, 51% from the three. They went 21 of 40 from the three-point line. Chris Paul didn't even play. And, and, and DeAndre Ayton might as well not have played. I don't know what's going on with him, Skip. I mean, see, he has Steph Curry on him in the post, and the man shoots a, 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 a 12-foot fadeaway. Steph you Curry. you know and I know, he didn't want to be there. He, he No, didn't, doesn't, doesn't, still don't want to be there. Skip, I, Skip the I mean, you, you, Skip, Steph gives you 50. Mm-hmm. Um, he was 17 of 28. Seven of eight from the three. And the Warriors still get beat 130 to 119. Mm-hmm. And they got like eight of those points with like 30 seconds to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. What's happening, Skip? And 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 I've said this. Skip Kelly's not the same player. And he said, Well, give me time to get back. You do realize, Clay, that you're getting older. You're getting older. Well, com- plus, you're coming off two horrendous circles. Thank you. Two big ones. It's not like somebody's like, man, Clay, man, Clay. You're not the same offensive player. You're not As the you same well defensive player. Once you got the Achilles, you got a problem. It's, it's yep. man, very few people have been able to come back mm-hmm. from that injury. Yep. And definitely not in their 30s. No. And come back and be what they were. Agreed. Skip, you know, and, and the young guys that they were counting on to take that next step. 
Yeah. They sent James Wiseman back down to they the G did. League. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Moody and Kaminga hadn't lived. Steph Curry has been sensational. He might be playing as good as he's ever played in his entire life. I buy Isn't that. Isn't that saying something? I buy that. Uh, Wiggins is still giving you Wiggins-type numbers. Draymond, skip, Draymond is hit or miss. Draymond might give you one game. He might give you two points, 12, 13 rebounds, 12, 13 assists. And then the next game, he might give you four, four, four across the board. Mm. So you, you don't know. But the one thing, even when we were lauding them for playing beautiful offensive basketball, yep. they could play defense. Always. They could play that, defense. That was their unsung calling card. That's who they really were. They were a defensive basketball team. They can't do that now. Nope. Steph is averaging. Skip, Steph is averaging 33 points a game on a 53-45-93. Mm. 53% from the floor, 45% from the three, 93% from the free throw line. And them jokers don't even come close to winning a game on the road. 0-8? Oh, so the question is, Skip, that the Warriors are going to have to ask themselves, with the way Steph Curry is playing, are we willing to package some of these young guys that we were hoping to be successful to keep this bridge, to keep extending this bridge out? Are we willing to package some of those guys and bring somebody in to help Steph Curry and the Warriors win another championship? Yep. Or are we just like, hey, it is what it is. Hey, this thing's going to run its course because Steve Kerr did say, hey, we know this thing's coming to an end. Yep. It might be this year. It might be next year. Mm. But this train is about to stop with the core players as we know it. Yep. So that's the question, Skip. What are we going to do? Are we going to, like, Steph, you're doing unbelievable, bro. We ain't going to be able to do nothing to get, you know, help bring somebody in. Yeah. Or, because, Skip, I, I just don't, and I just like, well, you know, the Warriors always start slow. Nah, nah, this ain't no start slow. This ain't no start slow here. This ain't no, this ain't no uh, NBA championship hangover. They just can't get stops when they need stops. And Steph, as much as he's playing, you can't expect the man to go get your 19 every night in the fourth quarter, Skip, and pull it out. He got, what did he get, 47, 40-something the other night mm. and got 19, 17, 19 in the fourth to win that game. He's yep. playing as well as you can play. The man had 31 and a half, and you were still down. Mm -hmm. Even with the 50, Skip, you're getting beat by double digits. So, Shannon Shock, what if I told you before the game that Steph Curry would go 7 of 11 from 3. And what if I told you Andrew Wiggins would chip in with 4 out of 6 from 3? And what if I told you that Clay would give you three threes on the night? And what if I told you Draymond would chip in with 8 assists? What would you say? You'd say, I give you a pretty good Appreciate shot of being 1 and 7 on the road because I think you and, – and again, there's no CP3 for the other team. Right. You'd say, okay, I think you got this one. Right. They don't got it. Because they gave up, as, as I, I watched this game, because I was in awe of Steph, <laughs> especially in the first half. He scored 31 in the first half with some trick shots. There are a couple of shots down the lane. They tripped him up and, he threw and it under, up. and he just throws it back <laughs> up with some reverse spin on it and, and just sort of greases it in for an and one. And I said, well, that's just too good. Right. He's out of his mind. He had a couple of heat check misses, but he was out of his mind. Yes. 31 in the first half, and, and it felt like he could get 70 yes. if he really wanted it. And they trailed because they gave up 72 points in the first half. Yeah. They are disinterested in playing defense. The more Steve Kerr yells at them, the less they try <laughs> on defense. And yet, here's the nuclear indifferent maker. 
Who was the victim of a preseason punch thrown? Who was the victim? Oh, it, it was Poole. It was Jordan Poole. He's been terrible. Wait a second. So Jordan Poole came in last night. He was last year. He was the nuclear difference maker off the bench because he's a nuclear mismatch. When he comes in, what what are you going to get? Well, he, you got nothing. He went 0 for 5 last night, 0 for 3 from 3, and scored two points from the free throw line. That, that, that's it. You, you, you can't he, – maybe he could have offset the lack of defense. Well, Skip, that's why you gave him that big contract, because we saw what he did last year in the yeah. regular season. We saw what he was in the postseason. Yep. He hadn't been close. I mean, he's been really inconsistent. I think that's the thing that we can say, because in the starting lineup, he plays well. He comes off the bench in a role in, yep. in that role, and he's not playing so well. The question is, Skip, if, if, unless he gets some consistency to help the scoring low with Steph, but it doesn't matter. You got to stop somebody. You can't keep giving up 70 pieces in the first half and think you're going to win a bunch of ball games. Nope. That ain't happening. They have fallen to 27th in defensive efficiency, and they're now allowing 12.8, just called 13 points per game more this season compared to last season when they finished second in defensive efficiency. Yeah. Oh, there you go. And by the way, against the Suns, the Warriors gave up at least 125 points for the sixth time already this season, the most through 15 games of a season since 1982-83. So they're, they're setting records, dif- bad records defensively. And Skip, you remember in the 80s, everybody, it was routine for teams. The score would be 153 to 147 or 160 to 155. Nobody played defense in the 80s. They were up and down the court. This right here? I'll have you asking questions, what's going on with the Warriors? Mm -hmm. Because same thing with the Nets. Skip, even Steph Curry, as great as he's playing, because now if you have an off night, you get beat like Memphis beat somebody last year by 50 or 60. So what happens if Steph doesn't give you 50? Hmm. You're going to get beat by 40 points last night because you – look at this, uh, double digits, double digits. All starters, every starter from uh, Phoenix, double digits, three guys in 20. Hmm. Campaign had 29. He did. Campaign. He He played very well. He, he is really good. Mikael Bridges was lighted up from yeah. three. Well, look at Steph. You score 50 and you're a minus 14. <laughs> Skip. I mean, but you look at Skip. The, the Golden State was 17 for 17 from the free throw line. They was 43% from the three. Yeah. They was 40, 46%. But you can't overcome 51% from the floor. No. 53% from the three. Can't. So <laughs> Steve Kerr said after the game, it's a pickup game out there. No certain commitment to the group to get three stops in a row to execute on offense. And then he said, we lack collective grit. We're playing a Drew League game right now, which means it's all offense and no defense. They have become a Stephalicious sideshow. Yeah. That's all they are. Yeah. I just tune in to see what I, he's going to do. That's all right? I'm doing. I'm just, hey, I'm just watching Steph. Okay. I'm like, damn. He might get I – was, I was thinking like – but I, I thought he was going to get 60 last night. The way he was going and the effort – it's not like he was taking a bunch of – it's not like he had shot 25 times at the, uh, at the half. I was like, oh, he's going to get 60 tonight. Once upon a time, Clay Thompson was, to my mind, the best two-way player in the league, which meant every night he would take whoever your best guy is, yeah. especially if they're a yeah. perimeter player, and yeah. would, would take him out of the yeah. game. He is now shooting a career-low 35% from the floor and a career-low 33% from three. He, he's a career 42% three-point shooter, so it, he, he plays little to no defense anymore, and now he's hurting. He's becoming a liability on offense, and he's getting more defensive by the night after the games because he's firing back at everybody, saying, who's just missing me? Watch me. Watch this. He's shooting back on Twitter, and he can't back it up. Right. Ugh. And it's, it's, 
Clay, it, we, I mean, we understand. It's not a knock on you, but injuries and age will rob us all of ability to do something. Absolutely. But speaking of injuries and age, I was very surprised before the game that Steve Kerr would publicly acknowledge, he said, it can only last so long. We have this year and maybe next year, and that's going to be the end of the dynasty. Yeah. But he said it could end this year. Yeah, it is. Well, I don't know if he's trying to call his team out, but, no, but to it's me, always... it, it's, it's, it's such a negative message to send. But when, when Steph is still, even though he's at the back end of his prime, he's still in his prime. But Skip, I'm not going to keep paying $300 million in luxury tax for his title. Mm. I'm just not. Well, they're playing like a team that won its title and they're coasting along through this but, year. And, but, Skip, how many titles do you think you're going to get? You got four in six years. Yeah, but, I mean, they were so hell-bent last year to say, watch what we can do without Kevin Durant. Right. And they did that. They did it. And it's over, yes. and they got it. And now it feels like they're resting on their laurels. But we always – look, Draymond wanted a contract extension. We felt that, Skip, you could only pay so many guys max. You gave Andrew Wiggins hundred plus million. You gave Jordan Poole hundred and forty million. Steph's making two hundred and thirty million. Uh, Clay's making hundred and. How many hundred million dollar guys can you have on the team? Yep. And finally, biggest picture to me is, they had what most people acknowledged was the best culture yes! in the NBA. Yes. And it got wrecked and rocked just before the season started because suddenly your team leader bust your, your up-and-coming next new star right in the chops yeah. during a practice. Yeah. And, and they haven't gotten up off the mat over that. I don't believe so either. And they say, well, you know, stuff like this happens all the time. Maybe so, but how many times it happened in your organization? It just doesn't. And that's, it that, see, and Skip, then, that's the question. And, you oh, it and, and it got leaked by whom? How? Why? Well, we already know. Okay. We already know how that thing got leaked. All right. They, they, they wanted to paint Draymond, with, you know, and then Draymond. Yep. I, I think Draymond's going to be the odd man out. Um, I've always felt that, uh, but they, they leaked this to make Draymond look bad. Man, I, how else it was going to get out? Okay, well, that's dissension in the ranks, man. Yeah. When, when the locker room's looking sideways, yeah. like, well, what are we doing here? I bet if you ask Draymond who leaked that, I bet he'll say the same thing. Yeah. He won't say it publicly, but he knows who leaked it. Yep, so, I agree. So, I thought they were going to do an investigation. Have, have the investigation come to a conclusion? Have they found out who did it? Some rogue, some intern, some rogue intern went rogue. <laughs> I don't know, but I know it's early, but it feels late. Yeah. That drama still unfolding, Shannon, that investigation. Steph, though, did say last night that the Warriors are struggling to find a period where they can have sustainable success to build good habits. Doesn't sound like things are good in, in Warrior land right now. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this. Crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, 
ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Skip Cowboys signed wide receiver Antonio Callaway yesterday. This despite publicly pushing for Odell Beckham Jr. Callaway, a former fourth-round pick from the Cleveland Browns, who also spent time with the Dolphins and the Chiefs. Shannon, break this one down. Does this tell you the Cowboys are now less interested in OBJ? <laughs> Doesn't say much to me, Skip. Like I said, Jerry just likes to hear Jerry, Jerry talk. Jerry don't like the athlete, don't like the, the players getting all the credit, getting all the talked about. Mm. So he says things, and then he contradicts himself. It's like, oh, yeah, we'd love to have Odell. But you have to question, why is Odell available? Mm. Why do you care he's available? You have an opportunity to get him. So you get him if that's what you want to do. Mm. Skip, look. Skip, look, Callaway, Skip, he got 53 catches for 695 yards and five touchdowns uh, in his career. All of those TDs came in 2018. 19, 20, 21, mm. 22. So he ain't had a touchdown in four years. They really had some behavioral issues, ran a foul mm. with the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. They were like, okay, you get you got to get up out of yep. here. He was on the uh, he was on the Dolphins in 2020, Chiefs in 2021. I didn't know. Didn't see any time, uh, didn't do anything. But like I said, Skip, Olin made it abundantly clear. He doesn't want to live a, a rock and roll lifestyle anymore, which means he doesn't want to be a one-stop. He's tired of living out of his suitcase, getting a hotel or getting an Airbnb or whatever they, these players use when they come in late in the season and have to stay for two or three months. He says, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to establish roots. I want to set a foundation. And I got a, I got a small child. I got a fiance, girlfriend, whatever that is, significant other. And we want to be somewhere permanently. And he, want, he, doesn't, he doesn't feel like he should cheapen his services because he says, I'm still OBJ. I still can add something to your team, and I want to be compensated accordingly for that service. And so, Jerry, like I said, Skip, when we talked about this, Skip, Jerry don't spend big money. He had an opportunity to get Von Miller. He had an opportunity to re-sign Randy Gregory. Now, the Randy Gregory fake, I mean, Doran Armstrong and those other guys that filled in, but he's had opportunity to get B. Wagner. You get Bobby Wagner, you pair him side uh, 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 Van Der Esch, you put Michael... Make you happy because now Michael can play at his defensive end position for the entirety of the game. Yep. Jerry doesn't want to spend big money. Jerry just talked, got his fan, go to uh, uh, the Dallas websites, and everybody's like, woo, we about to get OBJ. This thing about to be lit. We about to be lit. Jerry knows exactly what to say to get the native, woo, get a riled up. Super Bowl, here we come. I'm about to get my tickets. Jerry ain't going to do nothing. Hmm. Yet Jerry Jones says, <laughs> when it comes to winning another Super Bowl, you have no idea the size of the check I would write. Well, there is this thing called the salary cap, right. so you have to be discretionary under the cap, and you have to have wisdom in operating under your cap. Right. They have a lot of cap room right now. What do you got, about $7 million. Yeah. Maybe OBJ is too rich for their blood. Maybe he will command too much. I've never seen anything like it, that he has turned 30, coming off a second ACL <laughs> reconstruction, and he is the hottest thing in the world and right now. And he's in more demand than he was. Ever, than ever. It's more de he's in more demand than he was coming into the 2014 draft when Sammy Watkins went fourth overall mm -hmm. to Buffalo, and then Mike Evans went seventh overall to Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay, and then Odell went 
12th, 12th overall to the Giants. Giants. And 13th overall was Aaron Donald. I wonder if the Giants second-guessed that. I, yeah. I don't know. I think a lot of teams think. Okay. All right. Fair enough. But the point is, I got my heart set on this. I've never been the biggest Odell fan because I do think he's been overrated at every stop, mm -hmm. in part because he dominates social media beyond any other NFL player, even Tom Brady. You think he was overrated at the Giants, his first hit? I do. I, I think that catch, because it came against the Dallas Cowboys, put him in some echelon that he could never live quite up to. And again, he didn't lead them. That They made the playoffs one, one year, and then he went to South Beach to get ready for a game on the frozen tundra, and he played poorly in that game. He, he had an early drop. On third down and the first drive, yeah. Eli was three for his first three and then hit Odell in the hands and he dropped it. And then he hit it. Next drive, he hits him on the back line of the he end zone in the yeah. hands and he dropped yeah. that. Yeah. He didn't and remember, well. Odell took all the, the pressure and, and focus off himself. He took his helmet and knocked a hole in the wall of the hallway leading to the locker room. The media saw that and that's all anybody talked about the next day in New York was, oh, Odell, you know, the, the all-time vandalism. <laughs> The uh, Lambeau Field. Okay, so the, the point is, I like Odell. I think his heart is good, and I do think he still has enough left that he can help a team. He can't be the star of the team. He can't be the solo number one. Mm -hmm. But he, as, as he figured out how to, to blend into the Rams last year, when it came time, he started, he had the one, the big breakout was against the Buccaneers right. down in Tampa because he caught nine for 113. Right. And then he caught the two early balls in the Super Bowl, including the 17-yarder for the opening touchdown, seven to nothing. Right. And then that happened. But the point is, he has such mystique, he has such magnitude, he has such aura to him that because he's now so coveted that if Jerry would land him, he, he sends a message to the young players in the locker room, we got Odell, right. and nobody else does. Correct. We got Micah, and nobody does, and we got Odell, and nobody else has Odell. Right. And whether he could help a whole lot on the field, I don't care. But I did see a stat this morning that I was not aware of, is that in targets, the 88 targets to CeeDee Lamb, that's the highest percentage of anybody's offense in the whole league. So he's getting more balls thrown to him in percentage of the offense than anybody else. It's beyond Devontae Adams with, with the Raiders. Right. Okay? So, yeah, do they need somebody to take a little bit of pressure off CD, right. even though he had his big breakout game right. at Lambeau? Yes, right. they do. And, and you're going to give me Antonio Callaway? Well, knowing Jerry, he might be saying, we're smarter than the rest of you. He's, he, he's way overpriced. I, I thought they yeah. were getting away from players with, with – Okay, well, here, here we go again. In this Because Antonio has had nothing but off the field. He had it at Florida, and he had that's it. Why he, that's why he dropped to the fourth round. Okay, and that's why he issues. hadn't been playing football for almost two years. Yes. For almost two years? Yep. I liked him when he was a rookie. Remember, it was the hard knocks yes. Baker Mayfield yeah. year. And, and his numbers were pretty good. Oh, they're he, very good. He started 11 games. He caught 43 balls for 586. And five, five touchdowns, yes. I mean, that's pretty good. Yes. I, I think Baker considered him sort of his yep. favorite off-radar receiver right. that year. He threw him a lot of big he balls. Did. He ran 4-4. Four, four. He's slinky and slithery, yeah. and, 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 and I like the way he moves, mm -hmm. and I like the way he gets open. So I like all that. But two years, I don't know. But, but knowing Jerry, J Jerry likes to, to show the world I'm smarter than you are. Jerry loves to build his team through the draft because his ego and pride are attached to the draft because he owns it. He operates it. Yep. He make he, the, the buck stops on his it draft does. desk. Okay. So 
for them to go out and, and find the diamond in the rough, Antonio Callaway, their MO is to say, League, you, you, you all can fight over Odell all you want. We, we got Antonio. Right. Really? You, you got Antonio Callaway, and he's supposed to get up off his couch and save the season? Well, hopefully hopefully not playing for the last two years, Skip, or getting limited play over the last two years. Yep. He's learned his lesson. Okay. He'll come in and do the right thing and probably have a hopefully I, a, a, a career moving okay, forward. Okay, well, he's not too old to... No, no, no. What is he, like 26, 27? Yeah, yeah. okay. Here's the, the shock of shocks to me. The best move I thought my team made in the offseason was to go sign the USFL MVP, Cavante Turpin. Mm -hmm. And silly me, I thought because he won the MVP, that, that means, yeah, he was a kick returner, but, but he was a dangerous, right. game-breaking receiver, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so far, so bad. Because I'm looking at this. Wait a minute. He's caught one ball for nine yards. He's th been throwing two passes and caught one for nine. He's run just little reverse plays. He's yeah. had three carries for 17 yards. As a kick returner, as you predicted, he's a force. Yeah. Because every game he'll make a couple where you say, yeah. okay, that's pretty yeah. good. He, he, he creates havoc for yeah. you. He scares you. He, he, he gives yeah, you, a, you know, right. Skip, I mean, an extra 10 yards is 10 yards you don't have to go with your offense yeah. to get closer to a touchdown or a field goal. He, he's been close a couple of times to hitting a crease and getting through there. But I, I, I never felt they were going to use him like you thought they should use him on the offensive side of the football. Because there's a way just to try to flip him balls in space yeah. just to see what he can do. But they don't feature him at all. No. And it shocked me because I thought he, he was – that X factor, that catalyst factor of electricity that they don't have right. on offense because they don't have a lot of, of, of deep speed. No. So, okay. So, because CD runs well, but that's not exactly what he does. No. Okay. So, all, all of a sudden, it's starting to seem, seem like CD or bust. So, Odell would be a great fit. I think he would love playing on America's team stage. Yeah. But if he wants $20 million a year, I just I don't think they're going to do it. No, I don't know they're not going to do that. And I'm not sure anybody's going to do that, yeah. but maybe somebody. All it takes is one out there to say, I, I want me in an Odell. Right. Okay? Would my locker room love to have him? Would it send a message, we're serious this year? Sure it would. I think somewhere 8 to 12 is, is more realistic. Okay. Well, we'll see. And, and yet, I keep telling you, God bless Odell. I have no idea what he has left. I don't know what happens after you reconfigure an ACL. I don't think anybody twice. knows. You don't. I mean, deep down inside, you're like, yeah, I think I can play. I, I, I'm still Odell. I've worked hard to, to, and I rehab to get back. But you don't know until you actually get out there. You yeah. don't know. Well, we, we want to talk about a, an X factor commodity. Whew. And now he's dominating the market. But I'm starting to feel like maybe it's not in the cards for Odell to be a Dallas Cowboy, I even though I, I think he was born to be a Dallas Cowboy. But we got Antonio Callaway. Good so luck take that. that. Yeah. That's good if you got golf. You guys club. also added yeah, Tack McKinley, edge rusher, former Atlanta Falcons skip. Yeah.